your poison, your trouble, your bad news. Ignorance. A little bitch troll from hell. Here's an amazing act. Here's a tremendous a flat foot act. I'm not an expert. Riveting. The heat. Startling act. The amazing, the thrilling, the greatest, buzz, spectacular, uncomfortable, and smelly. Is poison, your trouble, your physically repulsive. Bad news. Incredible, exciting, unsettling, and riveting. John Law. Bizarre. Sex and awesomeness. Wonderful world fame. Most unusual. A full grown nut. Hey, host and co-host, co-author. The two of us are going to spend the next, hopefully, 30 minutes or so. Depends on how it goes. Sometimes it seems like two weeks, and sometimes it seems like five minutes. But uh, I will tell you this, though. It gets the needed bug out of me, or whatever you want to call it. You, sitting here and chatting for 30 oh, there's minutes no, about there's it. There's no doubt. And everybody out there listening, and all thousands of you should know, that this is super-duper therapeutic for Jacob and I. We're doing this for us, and you can go kiss it if you don't like us. <laughs> uh, we're going to do this anyway. Because <laughs> it, it works. I mean, it really I, truly. Work. It's kind of like yeah. the couch, but you know, we both get yeah. to talk. Yeah, and nobody's listening to criticize us. I think if we start getting calls, it's going to be a bad deal. <laughs> hurt, my, hurt my feelings. Yeah, hurt we, my we feelings. may have lucked out in uh, losing our guest for today, but I, I think uh, Ed and I were talking about maybe covering celebrity. What is celebrity? Uh, what are celebrities? And, and where does it come from? What does it mean to us? I um, I don't – I'm curious about why celebrity is what it is if you don't at least have something to go on. For example, uh, this flamethrower that just got tossed out of Breitbart News, Milo Yamanamba, whatever it is. Yen, Yenopolis. Yeah, well, whatever. Uh, he don't do anything but just be famous. Uh, well, no, Paris Hilton just – all she did was release Paris a blowjob tape, yeah. and now she's famous. The heiresses. Yeah. Well, okay, but that's not – at least shoot uh, shoot threes from uh, at sixty percent, or uh, kick a field goal, or sing a song, or something. Yeah. Uh, why do we idolize people that have absolutely no contribution to society at all, except for their place in selling news? I think it has a lot to do with where our attention lies. Uh, on our screens, we see "Cash Me Outside." How about that? And you know. You know this, the, the no. girl that was on Dr. Phil, and she's, you know, she no. calls everyone in the audience hoes, and, and uh, the, you know, they're like, um, boo, and she's like, catch me outside, how about that? Yeah. And so uh, now that's a meme, and she's okay. famous. And she's famous. So we went that. to look yeah. up her net worth uh, the other day, you know, and she's worth 150K, which is, you know, nothing. And I don't know if she got that from Dr. Phil or what. I'm assuming you get paid when you go on that show. They're probably scale. That stuff is super duper controlled. It's uh, sixty-five, uh, bu- no, six hundred and fifty bucks an appearance or something. Okay, it's really uh, you, know, you don't make a deal to go on those shows. You get paid rate, even if you're a big shot or the experts, audience members, all the fake, fake random choice people. They all get six hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, but I think that brings it to the arbiters of celebrity. Are, uh, there you go. Who, who are? Who is that? It's it's it's. What do you call it's it? That it's Viacom. It's the media. It's, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's the, those four companies. Is it People Magazine? Is it, does People Magazine make you a celebrity? Or are you? It can. Or do they run you because you're a celebrity? Because there's a lot of celebrities I don't know. I mean, I go to the grocery store and it's like, well, how come I care if she got ate by a Martian or not? You know, because <laughs> uh, I don't know who the I don't know who the celebrities are. Uh, I, I make a conscious effort to avoid some of that, yes. but I'm still inflicted with huge amounts of what I, I'm, I'm asking the question, I, I guess, again, uh, who are the arbiters and who gets to say that somebody with no contribution to society at all gets to be famous and other people 
who contribute something that might not be worth anything but entertainment get to be famous. I can buy that. Uh, I can. I don't like him, but I, th- I can understand why Tom Brady's a celebrity. People want to see him. They want to drink the dr- soup he drinks or whatever. The heck. Mm-hmm. I get that. But I don't get vacuous airheads uh, that have nothing until they're famous or they get famous by throwing. I don't know. How do you do that? Yeah, you throw a rhetorical bomb. Uh, well, let's talk about Milo Yiannopoulos because I think he is – He's a he's a good uh, he's the, focal point. He's the best to discuss. at what he does. Well, that's the thing. I mean, because what he does is, uh, uh, you know, he he inflames the conversation. But you know, this is a guy who was sexually abused as a child, and so then when he, you know, when that gets discussed, you see some. Uh, more recently, they had that video come out that was selectively edited. I mean, the guy said some crazy stuff, but but he's speaking from experience, and he's speaking as an advocate. Uh, and as someone who is, you know, profoundly against pedophilia. And, oh, really? And the, so this was yeah, an editing job on the guy? Yes. Oh, see, that, I didn't know that. That's I the didn't thing. Know that. See, I but, only but heard what, of, I'd heard of him, uh, but I saw him for the first time on Bill Maher. I yep. didn't even see it. I heard it on the Bill Maher thing the other day. Yeah, Bill Maher. And I found him to be pretty despicable, but in everything I'd heard about him was nothing but flamethrower stuff. Yes. Yeah, he's kind of uh, like an Ann Coulter, but uh, you right, know, with, yeah. uh, honestly, maybe a, a... Smarter. Yeah, exactly. A he can argue IQ. better, yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, for me, uh, it, th- he's so emblematic of what's wrong. And that doesn't mean, I don't mean uh, his existence, but our immediate reactivity and our ability to be led into reactions about him, whether it's defending him or, Perfect statement. or, or maligning him. Perfect statement, led into reacting. That led we are being into led into reacting. Hmm. And that's, that's more profound than you think, uh, or maybe it's me, but that sounds like a pretty good way of putting what's happening to us. Yeah, and it, well, it happens routinely. Uh, I think uh, uh, in my experiences going around and, and chatting with people, uh, I'd like to think of all political stripes, certainly of the two political stripes that are acceptable in the U.S. Uh, I, I find that most folks that think they're informed are just parroting the current narrative, and that's liberals sure. and conservatives alike. It's oh, yeah, I'm guilty. I'm very guilty of that. I, I am too. Yeah. I am too. And, um, Kind of paralleling that, there's yet another study out. You might have seen it in New York Magazine this week, um, explaining how come people are so resistant to changing their mind once they make up their mind. Yeah, and the more and more proof comes out that you, once you get that first impression, the anchor fallacy. Yeah, and you sustain that first impression against proof right in front of you. You go into a psych, a, a, a sociologist's office, and mm-hmm. he says, "We're going to run some tests and see how you react to things." And they run the test, and they tell you the answer. Yeah, we faked you out. That was a lie, and then people, well, I'm still no, well, I don't see, believe that was a lie. You were that was really. Well, it, it, it's just astounding how it, we are proving, and I'm I'm guilty too. I mean, I'm not changing my freaking well, well, mind. Well, remember that's what <laughs> so, Sean Spicer keeps saying about Trump. That is a belief he has held for a very long time. Yeah, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter that it's false, right? But so it, real to me. Yeah, I think that uh, th- that focus is uh, is what's really important because. You don't have to be smart to be suspicious. If you were to teach susp- – suspicion and curiosity are two sides of the same coin. And, and we stamp out curiosity with our – with Educational the U.S. System. education. Yeah, yeah. right away. We, right away. Yeah, and yeah. curiosity and suspicion are, are, are so healthy. Like yeah, I, I'm so yeah. suspicious of – I've talked about it on this show before uh, about everyone in power. And, and so as the 
uh, a pendulum vacillates one way and the other, I, I'm called a liberal or a conservative or a Republican. Right, because you're, you're equally skeptical of everybody, yes. which I think Bill Maher did the Be More Skeptical tour. Yeah, that's you gotta, right. Yeah, you gotta well, call he did it, Be More Cynical. Yeah, cynical, that was the word, <laughs> cynical, cynical. Uh, well, at any rate, you, you know, you're absolutely right. You have to be... Uh, you have to be questioning, and it more, it, equally important, you have to be willing to accept the answer you get as opposed to mm. tell yourself, well, I'm very questioning, but I'm only going to hear the liberal answer anyway. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, yeah. I'm super guilty of that. And once in a while, I'll find myself agreeing with a conservative attitude, uh, find out it was presented to me by a conservative, going, huh, well, I, I'm going to really don't think <laughs> It's literally, well, seriously, it, will, uh, it affects me in a way yes. like, Oh, I didn't know that that came from that guy. Huh? Maybe I don't like that idea after all. <laughs> so that'll tell you something about me. And I work on this stuff in my head. Yes. You know, I'm not just absorbing. I try to be conscious. Let me try to explain what I think is happening because I, I came to this conclusion uh, nearly a week ago, uh, around the time probably we were going to do the podcast last week and couldn't. Yeah. Okay. So there, there is a, uh, a left and a right. Uh, you could call it conservative and progressive. But often it's called conservative and liberal. Right. No, terminology okay. But, but on that x-axis where left, is liber- uh, left rather is progressive and right is conservative, uh, conservative means keeping things the same. It actually means serving together, uh, <laughs> enslavement together. But uh, keeping things the same and progressive is, is, is trying to better the things around you. Okay. okay. Now there's also a y-axis. Right. At the top of that axis is authoritarianism. At the bottom of that axis is liberalism, classic liberalism, allowing right. people to do what they want if they cause no harm. Deligay et quad vis fac. Love and do what you want, uh, to quote Augustine. Okay. So what we have in the media is this complete removal of that Y axis. And so conservatives oh, think yeah, – yeah. real quick. Conservatives equate progressivism with authoritarianism. But progressives equate conservatism with, with authoritarianism. That's the thing. That's the whole problem. Yeah. We don't yeah. have that y-axis argument. Wow, that's I, that's a good point. It, it, it simplifies. I can't talk in Latin or anything. <laughs> <laughs> but my answer to that is, uh, yeah, Bubba, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> um, the, we, everything is distilled, and we had this was the first first show we did was everything is distilled into uh, black and white, yes or no. Off and on. It's the it's yes. binary conversation, yes. and there can be no y-axis. There's no room for it. This is strictly – you're trying to go for quadrants and nuance and areas of gray. And we and uh, this is the problem for me. Our society has gone past the, any discussion or even – they don't want to hear about this other stuff. You're on the other side of the – there's a dot in the middle where the axis might cross. But you're over there, bro, and you can call anything you want. You are not with me, and it's either or. To the point of people are leaving their families over it. Uh, mm. It's some serious stuff, and it. And I don't. I don't see us soft because you got to be aware of the, the y-axis. It, it, that's absolutely right, but I don't think it's out there, and I don't think. Well, it, uh, it is out there, but it isn't given any screen time. The the discussions that we hear on NPR and Fox News are all. That x-axis? Yeah, super simplistic. Very Super simplistic, simplistic x-axis. And they'd leave no room for error. No, no. room for discussion. No, and at the end of the Every day... Every opinion is stated as fact, and, and that's that. And at the end of the day, the U.S. has implied moral high ground. When I don't oh, yeah. think... I, I can certainly yeah. argue against that. I mean, you can defend it if <laughs> oh, you yeah, want. Oh, yeah, but we would just be patting each other. That, sure. 
everybody with half a brain knows that we got a lot of work to do and we ain't all that. And, and <laughs> it doesn't mean I hate America. It doesn't mean anything. I love that. That's the, the thing that the, upsets yeah, me is you yeah, can't hold you two can't, thoughts in your well, head. No, you can't, I love no, you, America. No, that's no, why no. I'm so critical of it. You I, I'm more critical of the things that yeah, I love. Yeah, you like, want, now you sound like yeah. a freaking liberal again. <laughs> you can't be both for and against America. And if you're, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm mimicking how half the country thinks. Yeah. And they're not going to well, change. Well, 25%. Well, that's true. Because that, too. that's when, true when too. I hear the Bill people Maher that saying are, yeah. half the people, you know, you know, yeah. it's not half the people. Remember <clears throat> the, that twenty five percent voted for Trump and twenty five percent voted for Clinton. I well, mean, half the people did. Yeah. Even more importantly, when it comes down to, to who really cares and who really is arguing, it's maybe ten percent of the people yeah. that are making all the noise that is affecting all the rest of us. The, we're not, you know, the the noisemaker, and that makes it back to who are the noisemakers and the celebrities and how do they get to be. I would like the Uncle Eddie podcast uh, to be internationally recognized Mm -hmm. as two voices of wisdom, and we could spew (laughs) straight up just make up shit. I mean, you know good well, we don't have to talk about what we're thinking and feeling. We can just make up fake news, spread it, or do what these guys are expert at. If we do it right, we go Trash the other side nonstop, whatever the other side is. That's what they always do. You can expect nothing less from them. Yes. Blah, 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 blah. And the the very... The very idea mm. of the other side is, is kind of where it breaks down because in reality it doesn't exist. If you want to look at sides, there's the 400 <laughs> you know richest cats on our, you know there are these hyper billionaires, and sure. then there are the rest of us, and, sure. and that oh, yeah. class controls the, the or, or wants to control the world, and so they they make moves to do so. But they've as we a, know, you can't a, control. They've done the a pretty world. good job of manipulating things to their advantage. Yeah, and there are you know as you say, there's more than two sides: upside, inside, outside, this side, that side. But in 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 society right now, particularly in political society, and very much in economic society, it's us versus them. And in, in, in the economic argument. The poor people are arguing for the rich people. Yeah. They are surrendering. Well, well, They're making the argument against their own best interest because yeah. they have to argue and you got to be on a side. And because the side they're on is against abortion too, that means it means ah. it's good for them. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. I got to go with those guys. Yeah. And then they go, well, I didn't get a job back. I thought I was going to get a job back. Well, and, and uh, that man. sort of thing uh, speaks to the descendancy of the Democratic Party because they will not. You know, the, what's the one issue that people vote – the reason why Republicans win? Abortion. Why wouldn't the <laughs> Democrats take that narrative? Because guess what? Abortion is at a 45-year low. You know, sure. abortions are very, very low, and it's because yeah. of things like contraception. Planned and, Parenthood. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, education. But, but they don't own and, it. They won't no, own no, that narrative. No. They can't, well, it's hard to tell. You've got to have secondary-level thinking to notice. But uh, if they, if they uh, actively tried to court pro-lifers, they could, but they don't. They, they leave, that's another voting block they leave they, on the table. I, see, I, I agree that they leave them on the table and they could court them and it would probably convince a lot of them with some just plain old data. Yeah. But the, you, you can't do that. The other side doesn't want to see your data. They are against the result. They want to be against nah. abortion. They, they're against abortion. They're not against keeping the numbers of abortions down. But they're, and, but like we said, they're being led into that. Well, sure, they are. And you could lead them elsewhere. That's maybe if you can get them to pay attention. I think. I, I, you know, I love <laughs> if you can get them to pay attention. Yeah, I love Mark Twain's line. You know, easier to fool someone than to convince them they've been fooled. But but to speak mm-hmm. to your argument about you know the. This uh, perceived class war that you know really is just against you know one poor guy and one less poor guy. Sure, uh, it, it's the uh, the analogy of late stage capitalism that I've heard, where you have a table with twenty cookies. You know, 
cookies just come out of the oven, and there's a banker. And and a laborer I and think an immigrant. I know where this is going? Yeah, and so the banker takes nineteen, and then he points to the immigrant and says to the laborer, "That guy's trying to steal your cookie." Yeah, I mean there, that, yeah. that's what we're that's at. Exactly that's exactly what's are. happened. That's exactly what happened. And those two are fighting for the damn cookie. You know, they're the, going, and hey, that's man, the thing. That's what's so sad. They're not suspicious. You it, know, if they were the, just suspicious. They're so gullible. They, they have. Man. They are they're not sticking, dumb. They're gullible, man. They are sticking to their first. The first thing they they bought, they're sticking to it. Yeah. They are resistance to changing their mind. They yeah. can't. They can't even think about changing their mind. In a little parallel story, talking about uh, uh, economic impact and immigration and so forth, and so sidebar altogether, but it popped <laughs> up on me. Uh, Trump's winery in California is oh, asking yeah. for a special exemption so he can hire more immigrants because he can't get any Americans to take a job. <laughs> it's actually happening right to him. In his own his own winery is asking for special exemptions to the law. He he the whatever that edict he gave us. But he has such a great so, tan. He's not out there yeah. picking those grapes. No, I don't know if that comes from golf or not. <laughs> oh, I did hear that he's already <laughs> golfed more than. He- the he's golfed spent, more. He's golfed more games, and he spent more money doing it than Obama oh, yeah, did in a year. Yeah, he's spending a ton of money. Sure, and his wife living, uh, and we have to, of course, protect her and protect everybody around yeah, her. Yeah, here Fifth the Avenue, they're, she's just, in. they're mad on Fifth Avenue. Oh well, it's killing the whole market over yeah. there. People can't come and go. It's just nuts, and yeah. uh, th- that's a whole different argument. Um, it, but, but see, okay, a, here, <laughs> here's where I I finally have a. a you know, I predicted Trump could win and, and very well might win because it's a populist year. And now I bet, but I also predicted that the stock market would take a hit. I thought it was going to nosedive, and it went up. I did too. I thought the, I thought the reaction would be panic and it died quickly. And they but, they were ready. But, for no, it. well, they, actually, they were more astute, and they, I can see clearly they now were. why they're happy. Yeah, it's the hogs at the trough. Yeah, and uh, it's going to crash after the trough is empty. But they're in it now, and they're troughing. It just it's just they're going. Well, done. He, here's it's my a, he, here's my new prediction. I think in the next couple of years, you're going to see, obviously, a, 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 to use descendancy again, you're going to see Trump's numbers fall flat more so than they are. You know, you're going to see more Americans embarrassed by Trump. And the Republican Party, being the astute organization it is, unlike the Democrats, are going to smell the water, and they're going to turn on him. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and that will give them 2020. Yeah. They're already going to get 2018 because the Democrats have seeded it. Yeah, we've almost given up on ineptitude. And they, they, they're going to get a, a different Republican in the White House in 2020 unless— I predict this, that they're, they're going to they're gonna stay at the trough until it's almost empty, use the devastation that they have wrought upon us as a reason to throw Trump under the bus, mm. impeach him. Yeah. And they're going to come out into their own constituents who love Trump, and they're going to say, look, he went bad on us. You see what's happened. We're still your saviors. We got him out of the way. They call him a Hollywood Trust, liberal all of a sudden. Yeah. That's what they'll start calling That's what him. The, yeah, and look, he, and, and all, of his, all the things that have happened are all his fault. Yeah. We got rid of him. We saved you. Stick with us again. Uh, it's and, Romney's and, turn. <laughs> no, it's that new the the vampire looking hairdo guy. Oh, uh, Paul Ryan. Oh yeah, Paul, Paul Ryan, Ryan is because they're going to take Pence out too. He's going to be trouble. He's going yeah. down in the in the sweep. So Paul Ryan gets to run the joint, which yeah. is uh, maybe young a, and good looking. Yeah, yeah, and he, he you know he's super crazy. I wish we had an opposition party, Ed. The, well, the Democrats you, aren't it. Well, that's it. It's a, uh, this whole idea that what are the Democrats going to do? Well, maybe it's time to screw the Democrats. Yeah. and get the get people. Get the other side, that the other fed up, so the opposites of the people who took over, because mm-hmm. uh, that's what happened. We've been taken over by 25% of the people who yeah. are 100% angry. Now we got to get our 25% of the people 100% angry, except it's 30%, so we <laughs> win back. Yeah. 
And so we, I mean, it, it doesn't, the, <laughs> the Democrats aren't going to do it. They're titty pinching they're each other. They're at the trough it, it, themselves. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're, they're uh, insulated. Once they're in there at the trough, yeah. And then this whole process of electing new leadership who's at the trough and on and on. Yeah. And pandering comments. And uh, I'm not a big fan of the Democrats either. <clears throat> yeah, I just, uh, it's just sad to me that that that's our opposition party because, you know, my biggest problem with U.S. politics is partisanship. And when I hear Bill Maher saying, well, the problem is half the country's stupid, it's not that. You know, that's that's that uh, naive realism fallacy. The problem is partisanship. The problem is that you get to have your team and you just vote for your team and you don't question. Sure. Yeah, that's the either or black and white mm-hmm. uh, X, Y axis. There is no or uh, yes, back to whatever, that. no A, B axis. The um, the two-party system has a lot of pros, and I don't want to go down the hole. Is it democracy, democratic republic? Yeah. At the end of the day, um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Where was I? Mean, you make a cut some, point. You can come back. Make some editing at this yes. point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We just came back from a break where Ed uh, had a brain fart. And, uh, <laughs> it smells in it here was. now. Yeah, well, <laughs> but, uh, speaking of in here, let's go ahead and say just for the record that uh, you're listening to a podcast that we did here at AOC Community Media. And uh, I'd like to invite you, if you're interested in doing your own podcast, give it a give it a whirl. Go to the uh, the www thing, that's aocinc.org. And if you noodle around in there, you'll find something about podcast or a workshop, or there'll be some propaganda, or love us on Facebook. Uh, and you can do what we're doing and have your own therapy session. And uh, <laughs> you can do what we're doing too. We, in fact, we're going to be out signing autographs outside the studio tonight. Um, That's right. There's an officer out there watching the crowd. <laughs> okay. Um, but since we are back and we left off, we started this on celebrity. Uh, we and, got back and, to the, the well, topic we always talk but about. But we're back to celebrity now because we have a, a, a president who's a president because he was a celebrity. Yes. And he was a celebrity for no contribution to society except he had money and he, he was, was famous. But he wasn't even – He was comp- a celebrity for being a leech. The reason why he, he – Is know, that why he got of course. undiscovered or – I mean that that's what he – you know he had that art of the deal in the 80s. But he was famous before that. What was that, 89 I think? Uh, he was famous for being a, a you know a trickster, this real estate mogul who. I mean, Bankrupt, God, the, yeah, he was the amount of families right, yeah. he has ruined. In oh yeah, his path. yeah. No, he's legendary for, yeah. for raping and pillaging, and, and the, just not paying his bills and, and using yeah. the courts to stall. Sure. Oh yeah, but he's he was a celebrity. Exactly. And he's now president because, and not because of his policy or not because of anything else. People worshipped and idolized him because he was on TV yeah. and he was famous and he has money. None of those things amount to diddly squat. Yeah. Particularly the famous one. Yeah. Why well, should I care? Famous and a skill. <laughs> well, famous, yeah. yeah. But he was, he's, uh, he's another example of a celebrity run amok. Yeah, and, uh, and this culture of, of, of lionizing these people we don't know, of caring so much about people we've never mm-hmm. met. Oh, it's yeah. really sad oh, yeah. to think about. Uh, uh, because the other side of that coin is when you're – you know, when you talk smack about, oh, Kim Kardashian, you know, oh, the Beyonce, yeah, you know, whatever it is, whoever it is that you're, you have this opinion about this person. You don't know there you them. Go. There you go. They're taking up space in your head, though. Yeah. It's been given to you. Yeah. And it's, you're giving it energy, and you're forming an opinion of them. And I bet you the opinion is for or against. Uh, it's not nuanced. It's not I like her music, but I hate her politics or uh, almost – well, uh, everything I, I, comes back down to for and against either or. Yeah. Hard to find a middle ground where we all live, by the way. 
Well, we have this tendency as humans to to gossip, and, and gossip can be a positive thing. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be calumny. Uh, you can talk about someone, maybe negatively, but someone that you know. You know, oh, I can't believe you know this is happening to her. I can't believe she's got this. You know, I can't believe he, you know he he did this. Whatever it may be, but if it's someone you know, you're probably reinforcing care for that person, right? Even if you're speaking negatively. But when it's somebody you don't know, it, it's just nihilistic. It's void of anything. It's just oh, it, oftentimes it's, it's just well, I'm better than that. Person. Yeah, it's playing the game and self fulfillment and yeah. self satisfaction and so forth, and it, it contributes to the whole circle and the amount of people making money off of celebrity by creating fake celebrities and. You remember the uproar over the monkeys were not a real band because they somehow were formed for the money as opposed uh, to for the love of music or some yes. other some other thing. Nobody nobody could feel the love for the monkeys because they were put uh, together put together for the <laughs> purpose of selling a TV show and they stumbled upon a hit or two. One, I think they were even legitimate musicians, but they yeah. were roundly trashed for not coming up through the hippie circuit or whatever. Uh, you know, they were created for the sake of celebrity and became celebrities, uh, right? Just from whole cloth. We're having tryouts. Who want to be? Who wants to be a celebrity? I'll come over here and we'll make you one. And now that's the, now that's the way you that's do the it. MO. Sure, hmm. sure. All right. How long have we been doing this, man? This we thing is twenty-four yet? minutes and a half, man. We, we are good. Man, we we got some fill, time to go. Yeah, fill space. Two minutes to go. All right. <laughs> well, listen, I'm going to go back and tell you what about this place. And this is a this is not a commercial radio station, and I'm not endorsing this place. But I found this hotel room in New Orleans on Mardi Gras week for eighty bucks a night. Pristine hotel, Come four on. stars. I'm telling you straight up, man. Uh, on the corner, get this, Poitras and Chapatulas, right downtown. No. Um, the downside, and this is a significant downside, it was a parade ended right in front of our hotel. So if you weren't in the hotel, you weren't going in the hotel <laughs> for about four until hours, about yeah. until one in the morning is when we got back in there. Wow. Uh, but had a big time in New Orleans, and I'm just putting in a pure plug for anybody who needs a weekend to get away. <laughs> you uh, used a, a site to find it? Yeah, it's one of the, you know, you have to go on and you tell them how much you'll spend. Yeah. And then they say, how many stars do you want? And then they say, okay, give us your credit card number. And then you say, well, and they give you an idea of what area it's in. You can go to the warehouse district or down okay. the matter. So you get an area, and it's, it's kind of cool. And then you say, okay, I'll take it. And they say, here's where you're going. They charge your card whether you like the place or not. <laughs> but if you ask for three stars or four, you get a. We've done this about fifty times, and every time we've come out like, "Holy cow!" And I'm telling you, eighty bucks on Mardi Gras week. But that's unreal. Uh, that's beyond unreal. Same rooms, eleven hundred bucks tomorrow night. Yeah, it really is. That's yeah. that, how crazy that discount wow. is in Mardi. But strange things happen. Uh, and we went to hear Sting, which is another. This is another plug for Sting. old people. Sting, Sting, still got his voice. He's, he's <laughs> He's that was good. last night. You seem like you've been through an experience. Yeah, well, I drove to New Orleans and back, and <laughs> we we messed up the whole thing. We got there early and didn't have anything to fill the time, so we had to drink and you know, <laughs> Darn. eat, eat and drink, drink and, <laughs> and uh, saw the show and came back. And then I didn't get, I didn't have enough coffee. Today. I think that's what's wrong. Ah, uh. uh, the, the hotel we stayed in, it was the room was cheap, but the coffee wasn't free, so I, I only had gotcha. one cup before we had to leave. And then yeah, you one cup ain't going to even get you started. No, no, no. And I had that one. <laughs> then I had the one on the road. And that's the last cup I had till till after this show. So <laughs> I got the sleepy time going on. Oh, Ed. Well, I, <clears> I need I, to. You know, I'm a caffeine junkie. Let's just talk about that. Well, uh, it's that uh, is, it, uh, caffeine uh, resembles adenosine. You know, like adeno, ADP, adenosine triphosphate. Uh, and so what happens is your you, 
essentially you have your caffeine for the day. You know, you might drink it for a while, and then as soon as you stop drinking it, adenosine begins to accumulate on those receptors that caffeine was sticking to. Okay. And so by the next day, it's kind of like a hangover. You know, it's there's all these they're taking up all the room on these receptor sites, and then you have that caffeine and it flushes them back out. And so when you don't uh-huh. have that caffeine. It's a it's a physical addiction. Okay. Well, yeah, I I agree to it, and I'm not even going to make. I'm not going to say, well, I'm going to try to quit. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you I'm going to try to quit. No, it's less really try. But I have tried, and yeah. it was a very unpleasant experience. Yeah. And the reward on the other side wasn't all that great. So, I just, <laughs> well, because then you're like, I'm going to have some yeah. coffee. The way that I've beat it for the most part is I try not to drink it four days in a row. I'll have coffee. Oh, but if, caffeine we, or if I did four days in a row and you have, we were doing this show on the fourth day, I'd probably be choking you out right now. I mean, <laughs> if, if I had the energy to move, you know, the headaches, yeah. the headaches, drowsy, irritable, uh, <laughs> and whatever bad it's doing to me for me. Uh, plus, if I didn't have two cups of coffee in the morning, I'd probably never take a dump. Yeah, yeah, yeah so that, it is good for that. It's good for that too. So the purge <laughs> effect. That's a that's the adult part of today's show. We didn't. I haven't said yes. any f words or anything. So that's the adult part. R- reverse spoiler alert. Yeah. Put it at the end. Okay. <laughs> well, you got uh, anything else you want to discuss? No, I'm pretty yet? much. Uh, I'm done, man. This is a. Uh, this was uh, episode two fifty three five two fifty five. Yeah, fifty five. Two fifty episode two fifty five um, on the um, the AOC podcast network is going to say probably something along the lines of episode three because there's two ver- two versions of our numbering system: the real one and the lie. Uh, <laughs> and, I wonder uh, which one's so, which. Well, the biggest one, I got the big one, we have 255. Nice. It's a big, uh, big podcast. <laughs> you, know, you know, this is true. And you too. You are a media mogul, as am I. We both have, uh, you have TV, have radio, have podcast, uh, have a blog. We do have a blogging. Facebook page. Have a Facebook page. You got probably got Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat. I do. You have all that, right? I got all that. Yeah, I mean, you're in that zone. You can follow you have me. To. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you how. You got to find it. Is that, see, I don't know how to do that. That's why I don't get to see all the good stuff about all the people that work here. Yeah. Most of the, most of you guys are smart enough not to put the good stuff on Facebook. Where yeah, I don't fool with Facebook except for our show. We, you we do you do on. politics on Facebook, and I got to be honest, uh, uh, I like that. I do every now and then. I had one. I finally posted one that got no likes the other day from this anti-fascist website. It's going down, and it says America was never great. Let's make America not exist again. <laughs> no, nobody liked go. that yeah. one. Well, that's not funny. But, but it was a great article. Um, you're not going to go to uh, the uh, Cassidy's uh, town hall meeting tomorrow, are you? Uh, in Burbridge? Yeah, 930. I don't even think he's showing up. I thought he, he got so spooked from the last one that he's canceling it. That's well, I, I don't know. I don't know that. I have to. I can't go. I have a medical. I would like thing. to go. Uh, yeah, me hey, too. Hey, Michelle's but... got a car now. Maybe I'll Speaking try to Michelle, borrow it. Uh, uh, she came by here this afternoon. I yeah, guess they were she... shooting a. Were Ed, they? you're gonna love this zine we're putting out. Uh, I've actually ri- I've written half of the copy, and they got a bunch of pictures. I don't want to go into it, but the front page is uh, our friend Meredith, and she's got one of these you know beautiful looking calligraphy. Uh, uh, declarations and it's oh, really? an executive yeah. order. Right. Yeah, and the only words yeah. big enough to be legible are erections banned. <laughs> <laughs> I like the attitude. Yeah, so yeah. it should be good. There's a lot of great art in it, and uh, we're gonna. I don't know if we're gonna sell it or give it away. I'm, oh, I want to give it, it away. The name of it is Laundry again. It's gonna be called Dirty Laundry. Dirty Laundry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Look for that. That's a. Uh, uh, what is Dirty Laundry? That's a super creative collective of a half a dozen people that yeah. create Maybe shows, seven. product. 
uh, websites, fashion they, shows. Fashion that's the it's mostly thing. fashion shows. I knew fashion was the nucleus of this somehow. Yes, they do a fashion yeah. show uh, twice a year. Okay, and everything else is kind of I think for that. You know, they have a blog. Uh, the website is called Laundry Magazine. L O N D R I Magazine. Uh, dot com. But uh, they, they they post regular, you know, every week or so they'll post something on the website. But this thing, I think, is going to get some new eyes on them and, and hopefully cool. get some people upset, you know. <laughs> I'm in favor. I don't want to start anything, but I'm in favor of upset. And yes. I'm, I'm going to records in when uh, people say, calm down, deal with it. Yes. No. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to deal with people that are doing the things and saying the things about other people that are being said and done. Yes. In our society now, I'm not. I'm, just, I'm not going to wait for something better to come along. I'm not going to calm down. I'm not going to turn yeah. the other cheek. We'll see. I, I just turned the other cheek. That's why you heard the voice go. <laughs> for <laughs> me, it's the uh, it's the Camus line. You know, uh, recognizing the absurdity of everything around us uh, is necessary, and it should not be a dead end because it arouses a revolt that that is fruitful. No, that's what's happening, and that's what we need. And, and, and as Edwin Arlington Robinson said. Uh, do you stay up at night memorizing this? I shit? do. Yeah. Uh, nourish an ethical unrest. Nourish an ethical unrest. That's what we. Who need. said that? What's uh, that? Edwin Arlington Robinson, the poet okay. I quoted yeah. last year. Uh, okay. He's great, man. Ethical unrest. Yes, an ethical unrest. I'm going so far as to put that on my my phone, man. So <laughs> I'm taking that. All right. Uh, we have a sign off or anything other than uh, that was so, it. I just did it next week. <laughs> uh, this is a promise to our audience. Next week it'll be just like this. But we're going to tell you now that there'll be a topic. Yes, and a guest even. Well, we're trying for guests, and the <laughs> guest got sick, uh, as many of us are. A uh, guest got sick. And if you're interested in being a guest on this show, uh, give us a shout-out. We don't have a place to do that or anything. But, <laughs> you uh, could reach me uh, at uh, – I've never checked Facebook, but uh, you could message me there, Jacob White, Jacob Forrest White. Uh, I'm NPOSE on Instagram. I don't know if you can even message on there. I don't know anymore. what that works. Just tell them, uh, call Bethany at AOC and right. tell them you want to be on the uh, Uncle Eddie podcast, and she'll say, okay, they'll get back to you, and then somebody will. Perfect. That's how it goes. All right. <laughs> Next time, bro. Thanks. Thanks.